Hello and welcome to The Authority of Love. I'm your host, Greg Williams, and if you missed yesterday's program, you need to go back and check it out at WJMM.com. Click on the podcast tab near the upper right and then on the Love and Lordship link, and you'll get yesterday's uh, podcast now. Or you can go to loveandlordship.podbean.com and find it as well. Today we welcome back Denisa and Mike Cooper to hear more of how the Lord has impacted their lives and the lives they've impacted. So guys, welcome first of all. Well, thank you. And thanks for joining us again. Now, people that watch the video are going to know we did this all in one day because we didn't change. I got the same shirt on. You got the same shirt, blouse, and all. We would have wore something different. Yeah, yeah. We would have done it differently on different days for sure, just so you know that, okay? But here's the thing. Yesterday, Mike, you you were both talking about, Denise, you were talking about how you came to know the Lord, and yet you'd been raised in church. One of the things that our ministry, and I hear it over and over again, Love and Lordship and the Authority of Love, and I write about the book, one of the most common things that I hear from people that have been raised in church or gone to church is, I've been in church all my life and I never heard that. Right. And it usually has to do with what is a real relationship with Christ like and what does it look like to know his love, not the world's right. kind of love that's kind of either peddled or allowed to be exist in the churches or what it means for him to be Lord. And you guys really alluded to that yesterday, whether you know you did or not. Mm -hmm. I know you know it, but you alluded to that. Mike, I'm going to start with you because you said, yeah. I grew up in this. And Yeah. Okay, yeah. I carry was, on. I was basically raised in a church that was no, no, no. Yeah, and yeah. That was, everything was a demand, right? Everything was a demand, and it was a judgment. Uh, you were more under judgment than the love of Christ. Right. And, um, but I always loved God. I always knew who God was and knew Jesus was. I know, you know, so that was never an issue. Yeah. And then when Denisa came back from uh, the uh, revival that she went to out in California, yeah. she said that she would like to go to a church that was similar to the one that she had visited. Yeah. And I was all for that because I really had nothing, no problems with going to church, you know. Yeah. And so we went to a church, and lo and behold, they played musical instruments. They sang in church. They talked about the love of God. They talked about God's forgiveness. Yeah. They talked about all the things that, Sometimes I, some of the things that I had missed in the church that right. I, I right. went to. And so it was an easy to grow in that love with Christ, you know. So. And, and I'm willing to bet, even though I've been, I was with the Family Foundation for years, mm -hmm. and while I'm not specifically against gambling, mm -hmm. I, I, you have to be, as, as Ken Ostrander would tell you, if you were to ask him, he'd go, no, I've been to Keeneland, I've done, I've done the same thing. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, we know that there's a proverb that says he who desires to get rich quick ends in poverty. That's right. And so you got to apply principles. I would be willing to bet. That's a great. That's yeah. a great segue, right? Okay. I would be willing to bet that they they talked about forgiveness and love in your growing up church. The problem was it just didn't come through. It didn't likely. It didn't. And so it sounded like judgment because yeah. I say this in the book: everything that God does, which He judges. And he's going to. He's a holy God. And he is. And everything he does is truthful and loving, whether we right. feel like it or not. Right. It's for our own good. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I mean, but we have to rebellious. know that balance, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. And he needs to bring us back. His right. kindness leads right. to repentance, but he also will correct us. And that's part right. of love as well. Denise, what was that like for you, that transition from church that didn't really understand the relationship, go to California, come back, find this church? What, what began to happen for you? Well, that really that whole idea of actually having a relationship with Jesus was 
so unfamiliar. Yeah. So we were blessed enough to be great friends with the people that were pastoring yeah. that mm-hmm. just took us under their wing. We started a small group. Yeah. And Discipled you, right? They did. They did. They did. They did. They did. That's key. That's a yeah, huge word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Loved and discipled yeah. you. What did that look like then? A small group, what did that look like oh. for you guys? It was, well, it was really interesting because <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this story because yeah. you know, I, I don't know, you know, I didn't know the Lord real well, right. but um, I kept getting this invitation to join a small group. No way. And I kept, you know, like, <laughs> look, I'm in church. Time out. Right. I'm in church. <laughs> you know, don't, don't push me any further. Yes. Well, um, I got an invitation one day, and I went in my office, and I, I just said, okay, God, if you want me to go to this, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to give me a sign or something. <laughs> I walked out of my office, and within five minutes, the person that had sent the invite walked in the store with a homemade loaf of bread and invited me, and I was, I went. I get it. I yeah, get it, God. I was like, I get it. okay, I went. So Where's the I didn't go. Okay. You didn't get a loaf so, of bread. No, yet. I wasn't there yet. Right. So I started going to this small group, and, and then the conversation started going, how are we going to get Mike there? And I said, well, the only way you'll get Mike there is if we have it at my house because, you know, he is nice enough that he's not going to leave. He's going to I love study. people when they come to my house. Yeah. They are, you know, yeah. they're the most important people there. Yes, yes. So that's what happened. He didn't leave. And I remember that for the first one, he was like, gosh, that was kind of fun. You yeah. Know? yeah. And the rest was history. We've uh-huh. been in small groups and yeah, we've small yeah. groups for years and years. And now. so now, how far Fellowship's was that? Fellowship's important. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. it, that's, that's one of the keys of love and Lord. If you, if you don't understand discipleship, I'm not sure you really have a Lord. That's true. Well, well, you have one. Yeah. It just may very well yeah, not you, be Christ. That's true. And that's one of the enemy's greatest deceptions because he goes, well, I'm okay living life my way because Jesus is my Savior. Right. But when you claim lordship, which you cannot really have, you actually put Satan on the throne. That was the, the we say in the book, that was the trick from the very beginning at the tree. Yeah. You can be like God. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you that you're really not when you yeah. reject Christ. Satan becomes Lord. Amen. We won't teach that enough, but we got to do it in grace and love and yep. in a relational yep. kind of way. We're all lost. Absolutely. Absolutely. And broken. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and only Christ can fix and both the of those. only ones that fix it. Fix both of us. Well, let me ask you this. How, did, how, how long ago was that now? Was that fairly oh, early from when you moved here? Yeah, that was pretty, pretty so soon. So 30 years, years or so ago. Yeah. First yes. couple years yes. that, we yes. found, that we had moved here. Yes. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask that is because in the mid to late 80s, the move from a lot of the larger churches um, was to go to small groups. So it had been going on for maybe about five years or so in the churches in this area, maybe more with some, but there was a strong move of that. So the, God's timing in these things right. is incredible. It was around yeah. 92 or 3 for yeah, us. Yeah, there you go. And they yeah. started in the mid to late 80s, right? Because right? we moved here in 91. Yeah, okay. We opened the business. So you get in. So now what does that look like then when you got... You're, you're 91, so Gene is born in 96, Six, right? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. 96, and I yeah, think okay. That, and that was a, I mean, that was, I mean, you could just tell God had his hands all over it because we weren't walking with God. Then we get back into the church. Then we recommit ourselves. And then we have a child that's born with some medical problems. Yeah, special needs, right? And I with, have a sister. And, without, yeah, yeah. And, with, and there was a time when I was at Cincinnati Children's Hospital 
and I looked up into the sky and I said, I was by myself that day and I looked up and I said, God, I know that you're with me, but I don't know what's going to happen. But how do other people go through something like that without you? Because I would, I think it would have destroyed us. I really do. Yeah. And, and I would I would say to you, because we live in a fallen world, those things happen from time yeah. to time. The yeah. enemy, that's what the enemy was looking Absolutely. to do. Um, take that yeah. precious little boy yeah. and go, I'm going to wreak havoc with this. That's right. You didn't allow that, I know, no. but but that's what he wanted to do. So no. what did that look like? And he said, you know, you're a new mom, and you got this special needs child, right? <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. And a business, was... by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're involved in church and small group and everything yeah. else, right? Yeah. So what's going through your mind? Well, I mean, if we didn't have the support of that church, I'm, right. I'm not sure what, I'm, like he said, I'm not sure we would have made it. Because he, uh, to be able to have a child and then to witness miracle after miracle. Of, Still to this day, right? To this day. Because we hear about I mean, it. He yeah. How yeah. long was he supposed to live? Mid-childhood. So you're talking maybe six to eight years old, right? Yeah. Something God like that. Has maybe 10. Yeah. God well, has a plan for him. I and believe so. And <laughs> he has for all of us. Yes. And yeah. he's going to find it. There's a purpose for yeah. all of us. He yeah. was yeah. just a few months old when yeah. we were at, the first time we were in the hospital, and the doctors came in when we were leaving, and they said, you know, we want to tell you something. When we first saw y'all, we said, that's one that's not going to go home. Yeah. And that just started yeah. the first miracle. Prayer after prayer, yeah. miracle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. in Cincinnati yeah. Children's Hospital. Yeah. They said wow. when we checked in, they didn't believe we'd be leaving with them. Wow. But we left with him, and he, twenty-six yeah. years yeah. old, and amazing. And he was. They said he wouldn't talk. He wouldn't be smart. He wouldn't be this. <laughs> he's graduated from UK. He's yeah. extremely intelligent. Yes. He's a. If you've ever seen him act, a wonderful. He acts, you ever get a chance to see Gene Cooper act? He's, he's a wonderful. He's a natural. Young man. A wonderful. I, you young know, man. he really is. Yes. Yes. So that's exciting. Okay. So so much so that three years later. We have Samantha. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And how did that come about? Oh, dear. Well, that was that's another that's story. Another story. <laughs> we, well, well, if we don't get done, we'll go and, uh, okay. on Wednesday. Well, this one's we'll even go more remarkable. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. one is. How do you top that? How do you top that? Well, wow. we had wanted to have another child, and we went home for uh, Thanksgiving, home to Knoxville for Thanksgiving, okay. and I had a friend that her uh, receptionist was pregnant and was debating having an abortion. And she said, have you ever thought of adoption? And we had not thought of adoption. So long story short, we met with the girl, and she said she wasn't going to decide till after the first of the year, but the day after Thanksgiving, she called and said, you know what, I want to I, I have the baby, and I want you to have the baby. And so we were like, oh, my goodness. That's we not get, what we were thinking. That's right. right. That's right. 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 Well, well, we were excited. Yeah. We were excited. Yeah. And so, well, of course, what normally happens, a month later, I get pregnant. And so we're thinking, oh, okay, well, then God doesn't want us to have the baby. So we told her we were pregnant and, you know, we would not be taking Samantha. Well, a month later after that, in January, Jean went into another... Uh, Miracle. Didn't yeah, know it was surgery. a time, right? But yeah, it was, yeah, another <laughs> miracle waiting to happen. That <laughs> he, did, just, he didn't about survive. Yeah. Oh, and, um, yes. yeah. and I lost the she baby. She miscarried. Oh, all at the, the same time. the same time, all of that happened. Wow. So the day after we brought him home, we got a phone call from that young lady 
that said, okay, I've picked another family, but I just want to check with you one more time. Oh, my goodness. You know, the day to after. make yeah. sure. And, she and says, we I, said, yeah. we want her. Yes. We want her. She and says, so, I know. God, we got the message. We, she <laughs> says, I heard that you lost your baby, but if you still want this child, you can have it. And it oh was a no-brainer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so here's, here's what we've got to do. We're going to end today with this because okay. here's the thing. Do you know what day this is airing? Oh, it is election day. Oh, my God. Election day. day. Well, there's more to that story, too. Well, we're going to hear it tomorrow, but (laughs) folks, get out there and vote and vote yes on Amendment 2 today, okay? Yes on Amendment 2. There's a great story for that. We don't want to have a few judges or one judge and a few people create law. That's the whole point of yes on 2, so that we can make the choice. If Kentucky wants abortion, they can vote on it. But let's do the people in the legislature. I agree. We want to make sure, right? Vote with so, your heart. Yeah, vote with vote with your heart and vote according to the truth of life. Amen. Okay, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. So thank you guys again. Now, if, if our if our listeners would like to contact you, give them a quick email, the best way to contact you guys. What would be the best way to do that? Through the store or anything? Yeah, probably through the store. Okay. Or through Facebook. Or Facebook. Or through, Just go to Oak Factory. Yeah. Oak Factory. Okay, go to Oak Factory. Oak Factory Social media. Yes. Oak Factory. Yeah. Lexington.com. Yeah, yeah, they'll get with you because you might be a customer. You know, yeah. more than that, you might be. You might need to know Jesus. So that's how they can contact you. Join us again tomorrow because we're going to continue with this story. As you heard, there's more of this with the Coopers and now child number two, their walk of faith and how the Lord has influenced others through them. I want to thank you for joining us. Thanks always for your prayers and thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Now stay tuned for my good friend Bill Reeser and Encounter. Check out Greg Horn and Hope is Here. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to The Authority of Love.